Foodie Studio. It's, it's Tom. Not a, it's, it's the, the Not, not a Foodie, foodie podcast. podcast. It's yeah. Tom and Mike. Not the radio show. Not the radio show. That's why we could talk over the, the foodie the intro. Behind the scenes. <laughs> 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 I know. It's great. Mike. Yeah. I That cut out quickly. Yeah, you messed up. No, I didn't mess anything up. I'm, <laughs> I'm used to producing a tightly put together radio show. I'm very excited to not have to deal with that. So I'm like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, like, that's fuck. Just, yeah, yeah, we curse. We're recursing. We're, this is great. Mike and I have been recording a radio show for... Two months. Two, almost three months, yeah. right? And <clears throat> we've decided that we need to record a podcast just to get back into freeform recording, yeah, right? So when we first got the radio show, the plan was to continue to do the podcast, just continue like to do two shows a week. Mm-hmm. But we realized um, the radio show is just very different. Yes. And uh, it it took, like, the first episode we did took an entire day to do. Yes. Now, I mean, now we can crank yeah, them out. Yeah, now like, we know what we're doing and, like, are able to get these done. Yes. Or get the show done within the day. And now we want to bring the podcast back. <laughs> so we are, we wanted to talk today about the radio show, talk about, um, you know, sort of our experiences on it. So, you know, here we go. Like what, what how is how is working on the radio different for you? Um the the segments are rough. The, yeah. Having to like I, I don't know if people can tell, but sometimes you and I will be like, oh fuck, we have to like speed this up right now. And it's a bunch of nonverbal cues like me hitting my <laughs> wrist like a watch. Like, come on, come on. Yeah. And there's um there's this thought that maybe one day we would live stream a show and what scares me to death is people watching us try to live stream a show because you and I are always like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm on my computer and like we're doing all these nonverbal like yelling at each other with our eyes and mm-hmm. hand gestures. Um, I don't know. That might make actually for good live streaming. but uh, Yeah. And then also like with the podcast, with a guest, with ums and uhs and them collecting their thoughts isn't really a big deal. But now with the radio show, they have eight minutes, ten minutes. So... If yeah. they, with, throughout an interview, if they take a minute of not knowing anything or not, that's a little mean, a minute of like just needing it to prepare to say something, that's a whole, that's a 15% yeah. less of an interview. Well, it's, it's being professional, you know, quote unquote professional in trying to get the best out of your guests, right? You have to be a good interviewer. You can't just bullshit like you and I do. You have to actually be able to pull things out of guests. You know, we do some pre-interviews, but sometimes people freeze when they're on the air. That's a challenge. And um, I find, for me, the biggest challenge is the the eight-minute eight minute constraints. Yeah. Like, even, even if we go to 10 minutes for something, that means, oh, another one we have to, like, cut. Yeah. So, so. it's, it, I mean, the selling out portion of it, having to cut for advertising and, yeah. you know, well, work even, on that Well, even stuff. if it wasn't, even if it was... No advertising. If we had like a sponsor where we just like plug them for one minute of the show, still 59 minutes isn't enough. Like it's not, it, you'd still be constrained. Yeah. To do the segments and everything. It's still, it has, it's, it is what it is. Like it's a, 
It's well, a different show. It's a different show, um, and that's why we've decided that we're going to really, really try to do more podcasts. I also think this studio that we are at right now in Brooklyn, the it's BK Media awesome. Center, BK Media Studio, it's a great studio. By the way, I'm plugging the studio. If anybody wants to record at this studio in Brooklyn, like give us a shout. The owners here are great. Um, and the studio is set up for live streaming, so live video streaming. So there, I mean, there's nine or ten cameras in this room that we're in right now, and we, it's, when, it's perfect for like we should do YouTube videos. Yeah, things we like that. used to joke about doing it in a dining room table in Queens, and now it's like an actual, like incredible. It's not like a little like basement studio of like your cousin like to record his mixtape. It's like it's a fucking professional studio. Yeah, no, it's great. We're we're dropping the f bombs like crazy. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, oh my god! I cursed last week. I cursed on the radio for the, the first radio. time. It took nine it. episodes. I beeped it. I that was <laughs> that was incredible. It took nine episodes, and it was shit. And which is like not that bad of and it and it actually meant like as in poop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I I also think one of the best things that's come out of us doing the radio show is. Our hustle to get guests. Like we are, because we're in a professional space, I feel like we're going out and trying to get real good professional guests to come on um, instead of forcing them to come all the way out to Queens to sit in my dining room and Mm -hmm. listen to my dog bark. Like, you know, we're actually in a studio and we, I I think you and I feel like we want to show off this place. So we're we're going out there and getting some pretty good guests. Yeah. And just like the, the first week of the month, I try to book out for that month or for like the following month or whatever. So like we finished booking out all of our guests of in March in mid February. Yeah. I mean, we've, I've got a number of people that, you know, I've talked to that are sort of on hold that are waiting to be guests on the, on the podcast, which is great. I mean, we're grateful for, for all of that. Um, we've, I think we've done a good job in sort of booking that, which is, which has been fun. And the other thing is I feel like because we're in this professional space, we're trying to be, more professional and i think that's a big plus that has come out of the radio show as well um but i i there's so much more to do i we i really want to do video i really want to do video segments um why don't we pitch video segments what should what what are we gonna what should we do um i like all mine are like going to locations and them teaching me how to do things yeah of course (laughs) mike's Mike is pitching me, hey, we should go to Tahiti and no, they should, yeah. Like Fernino's. Yeah, like the, we should go. Have the owner of Fernino's teach me how to make <laughs> Neapolitan pizza. Mine is, no, we should go to Hawaii and do this. No, I think I, I want to use this studio for something. Um, I want to do like a, the hot ones sort of thing, but with other stuff. I don't know. Um, we can do. Um, I don't know. We'll do taste tests, blind taste tests. We should have different, do. like weird fermented fish that people have to eat. <laughs> like, like just instead of like just spicy food, just like disgusting, disgusting foods. Fish. Yes, for an hour, the foods will get more and more progressively disgusting until <laughs> have a, instead, instead of, of people like, <laughs> like instead of people's faces turning bright red, they're just gonna vomit by the end of instead it. Instead of having like milk and water, you just have like a puke bucket. <laughs> like that's a glass of water and a puke bucket, and that's it. I I definitely want to do so do video. If anybody out there is listening to this podcast, and I think there's probably we have fans now. We've not got if, fans, you're right? not the last man on earth. No, if anybody out there is anybody out yeah. there listening to this podcast, <laughs> send help. Um, 
please send us ideas. Like, what do you want to see us idiots do on video? Like, that's I, I think that that we've got this great studio. We need to take advantage of it. Um, I wish there was a kitchen in here. We need to build out a kitchen studio. If anybody out there is a millionaire and wants to give us like you yeah. know a couple hundred thousand dollars to build out a kitchen studio. Just, uh, you know, hit me up. Or actually, though, if you have friends that have, like, an Airbnb with a good kitchen or something like that, and, like, we can negotiate a, a, a day rental rate. If you live in the New York City area and have an awesome kitchen, Mike and I will come to your house and cook awesome meals And if you let us um, use your space as a studio. Yeah, especially uh, if you have a, a island with a convection burner oh with a stovetop yeah. or anything like uh, an on, island on with a stovetop anything that looks looks good on camera essentially how if you think emerald lagasse could cook in your kitchen <laughs> that, that's what we're going for yes we need lots of room to yell bam and throw things <laughs> um so i think so there there we go there's some critiques of the radio show there's some pluses that come out of the radio show some things that we want to do you know moving forward with the radio show um, who's your ultimate guest to get on the radio show? Who do you want on this show? Chang. David Chang? Yeah. All right, we'll make that I, happen. I think he'd be so much it's good, fun. It's good to set goals. <laughs> I don't know who mine would be. I have no clue. I, I Well, it would be like Chang or Alton Brown, but I think Chang would be more entertaining and have better stories. Yeah. And Alton Brown's more nerdy and could nerd out more. I want um, Guy Fieri. Apparently he's a dick. I don't care. No, he's great. Haven't you been listening to the radio show? Uh, no, but Action Bronson was just talking about how he's a dick. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you see that he's opening up a chicken joint? City? No. No, just he in... he's open. I mean, I, he's opening up a chain of chicken restaurants, oh. like fried chicken sandwich restaurants. And I think there's going to be something like a hundred sauces that you can choose from, or maybe it's like twenty. Have but... you ever been to Palm Frites? Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to live across from a Palm yeah, Frites I, when I lived in the East the Village. The one that blew up. Yeah. No, no, no. I used to there was one on um Houston Street that I used okay. to live, live across from. And Palm Frites was just my favorite place. Yeah. So I get like Palm Frites is just French fries with twenty sauces. So, yeah. Oh, have like, you ever been to Amsterdam? No. Oh. All right. Yeah. That's I mean, there's there's street carts and there's little shops that, you know, sell palm frites like that in, in the cups. Yeah. Really good french fries, and you just go and get, like, curry mayonnaise and, you know, all the crazy. Oh, it's it's not a crazy idea. It's no. A pretty... No, it's great. It's been, uh, but it was, I remember when it first came to the United States from Amsterdam, people were like, what, you're putting vlame, what's vlames? What are you putting, why, why are you putting that on your french fries? And um, I, like, it was a, a stop for me on every weekend I would stop at Pomfrey's when I lived in the East Village. Every Saturday night to end the night. Yeah. I mean, if I got, if I did some early evening drinking and I was home before Katz's Deli closed, I would go get a couple hot dogs from Katz's and then maybe go next door and get some Pomfrey's. <laughs> but Pomfrey's was open till like four in the morning, five in the morning. That and, oh my God, my my New York City drunk food Mecca was Barakat, which was the Turkish kebab house on Houston Street. And I believe it's it was prominently featured in like Coyote Ugly, the movie, and like a whole bunch of New York City movies from that era. It was the post-drinking night spot. Like you would show up there, it would be open till like five o'clock in the morning. You'd get just this great shawarma sandwich. Nice. And it was it was amazing. And there was always 
it, it was it was a one of those large restaurants before real estate prices were completely fucking insane. It was one of those large enough restaurants where the party just continued inside the restaurant. So it was a line counter service. You go and you get your kebab or your you know a donut kebab or whatever it is your platter, and then you just sit down and party with everybody else. Yeah, who's drunk. In college, there was a diner called Crankers, but like they didn't call the diner, but it was a diner, and they were open till super late. So it was them and Taco Bell. <laughs> and when I was when I lived, I lived pretty much across the street from Crankers when I was off campus. Okay, so that was fine. I would just go, and then I the first year I lived there was just Crankers. The second year I lived there, it was Crankers slash Crankers Brewery. So it, the front was a diner and the back was a brewery slash gastropub. I love it. Yeah, no, it was pretty fucking cool. And um, but when I was in the dorms. I would walk over to Taco Bell because I would always run into somebody who had a car that I could hitch a ride back to the dorm. Okay. So, so that was like your taxi stand. Those were my moves. It was like, <laughs> right, go to the rugby house was far away. The rugby house was like a mile and a half. The so, rugby house? Yeah. That's we, where you lived? No, that's where I partied. Oh, that's where I was you on partied. the rugby team. Okay. But I lived in the dorms. Okay. My, my first year at school. I gotcha. I yeah. remember doing that. I remember in college trying to figure out who I, um, whether I was going to stay at the bar um, based on how many people were there that could give me a ride home or could, could facil- facilitate a ride home or if it was someone who lived close that I can crash at their place. Yeah. College yeah. is an interesting time. College isn't. Yeah. <laughs> college is fun. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about on this, uh, this podcast? What can we talk about on this podcast that we can't talk about on the radio? Let's do a <sighs> fuck, Mary kill. Can you can you think of a fuck Mary kill? No, I'm I'm honestly like with I've been saying I've been opening oh the the restaurant by the time no we're gonna release this on Monday right so it won't be open yet but I no. can talk about it now because it's like sure. out in public okay yeah so the restaurant's Feroce it's the new Tao restaurant it's inside the Moxie Hotel in Chelsea yes so and, my, this is this is your new gig yeah and I'm just serving because I really am putting the not a foodie stuff forward and when you manage a restaurant you don't have time to do both. So, um, it it is opening a restaurant fucking kicks your ass, even not as a manager, even as a server, like you're just, you're just there yeah. and you're just learning and you're working and it's, well, it's, and you're not making any tips and right I'm not now. Making, no, I'm making very bad money right now. Yeah. And like part-time cause it's not, uh, it, it, it's not their fault. Like it is what it is. It's just fucking rough. But, uh, I always say I'll never do another restaurant opening. But I kind of really like them. I, I need to find, like, a happy middle. where I need to be a consultant. That's what I need to do. Well, then you're doing nothing but restaurant openings. Yeah. Except the stakes are lower, I guess, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The, the consultant that's coming in with us right now is super cool. And I, he's done 55 restaurant openings in his life. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's Tao's full-time consultant. But obviously he has his other gigs. He does other things. So yeah. he's on a contract with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And the space that you're opening up is massive, right? So it's, it is and it isn't. It's two different restaurants. The first floor is Feroce, Ristorante Feroce, which mm-hmm. is where I am. So it's, you walk in, there's a, like a little coffee uh, breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. Then it's the bar. Then the back room is the dining room. The service bar is back there. Downstairs is the kitchen. Upstairs is Bar Feroce, which is a separate restaurant. Okay. It's the same cocktails. Uh, the Bar Feroce is more like a Tao property, and Feroce Restaurante is more like a high-end restaurant. Okay. Um, 
the bar Feroce has burgers and they have a giant pizza oven that they imported from Italy and really, nice. really impressive stuff. Is there going to be like a nightlife component? Like the are bar. they trying to the, make so, that to like, yeah, what, like what Tao the, group is famous for? So what the deal is, is there's going to be promoters that have um, not comp checks, but they'll have like a credit of however much. So they'll come with the models and they'll have dinner there and then they'll go upstairs to Feroce, uh, Bar Feroce to party. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that. It's really exciting. I'm I'm excited for you. I there, mean, you've yeah. been I've been watching you go through this process, and I first of all been watching you be exhausted, which you know sucks to see in in a friend, but also watching you um, be completely fucking excited about the food and just yeah. about like this concept and how you know you've said on multiple occasions. That if you ever open up another restaurant to just, you know, kick you in the ass, like this is just, you don't, you don't ever want to work at another restaurant that's opening. Um, but to see that combined with how excited you are about opening this yeah, restaurant. it's crazy. It's, it's and, good. And the staff, it, we had a couple of servers who I didn't like mm-hmm. and two of them quit. And you know how like people talk about how you can like will things into existence? Yes. I willed this girl getting fired into existence. <laughs> I just, I hated her and she was so fucking annoying. And like, I was after work one day, I went to the pizza spot around the corner and I was just eating pasta and she saw me in the window. So I waved to her and she waved to me and then she fucking walked in while I was eating and started talking to me. Oh. And from that moment on, I hated her and then she just got progressively worse and she got fucking fired, but she, which is incredible. (laughs) I I take credit for that. Nice. That's good. Taking pleasure in other people's misery. No, she just didn't deserve to work there. Uh, well, so this restaurant by the it's going to be opening March eighth. Yeah, is the opening night, I believe. So, I'm if not anybody is listening to this podcast, is going to be in New York at any point, and you want a reservation, hit us up. Mike is uh, Mike's the man to I'm talk to. I'm just a lowly server there. I'm not. I'm yeah, not that's all right. Dick You'll, there. Yeah. That's if you fine. want a reservation at Sen Sakana, still, I can get you that. I can, <laughs> I can still do something over there. <laughs> oh, let's talk about our stickers. Our stickers are awesome. Yeah, I'm putting. I'm posting them all over New York City like a hoodlum. Nice. That's great. You're doing post ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sign up for our mailing list if you go to. I don't know what it is. It's not, not a foodie.com slash mailing list. I don't yeah, know. It's your website. Uh, it's our website. We are the. I know. I run it. <laughs> it gives me it gives me a look like yeah. Um, if, yeah, go to the notafoodie.com and sign up for the mailing list. And if you put your address in your actual mailing address, I'll send you a sticker and. Mike will send you, I don't know. A recipe. Yeah, yeah something. What, what did uh, <laughs> a glazed what did carrot do? recipe? No, is the Cinnabon? <laughs> the Cinnabon recipe. <laughs> Mike will send, oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. Um, cool. Well, Mike, I, I'm, I'm psyched to be doing podcasts again. Yeah, we're going to... They need to have more of a topic than this, but this no, was kind of just like a... we needed to get this out of our yeah. system. We needed to just, like, go on a rambling, you know, podcast. I, I think what we can do is we can do a, a segment of something pretty interesting mm-hmm. and then go do a full podcast on it. Uh, I do, too. Like, I mean, we've got, you know, someone coming into the studio today to talk about wine. I would love... I mean, I don't think we have the time today after yeah. he's done to, to do a full podcast about wine, but... I do want to get into more of a habit of doing like post-show podcasts and not hitting microphones. There you go. Um, No, but doing like post-show podcasts would would be great. 
but I definitely think that you and I needed to get this shit out mm -hmm. of our system um, because it's hard being structured. You can't you can't tie a good man down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm pushing the button. I'm pushing yeah, the done. not a foodie button. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, bye. Oh, wait a second. What? At not a foodie show. Oh. I gotta plug it. At not a foodie show. Sign up for our mailing list. DM us. Go to Instagram at not a foodie show on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Tom. That's Mike. Goodbye. Foodie. 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 Foodie.